0: Disappointments are not gifts that are reserved for the poor. This is something that I think a lot of people are challenged by. They feel like their disappointments, their challenges are happening just to them or it's just in their world. When these situations are not unique, they're just opportunities to allow us to grow, to allow us to expand. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast. My name is Brad Bizdek. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, certified high performance coach with Brendan Burchard, inspirational speaker and creator of Appreciation Academy. And my mission is to help you elevate your life, to maximize your life, to take it to the next level beyond anything you ever thought possible and elevate your career, your mindset, your relationships to that next level. This is the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast where we break through everything holding you back from what you really want out of life. And I'm so excited to dive in with this episode today because I think one of the challenges that i've seen lately and i have the privilege of working with tens of thousands of people now over the last few years and i've recognized patterns you know i heard tony robbins say that years ago right after working with millions of people he'd be an idiot and not recognize patterns and I was like, that's a pretty cool line. I want to know that line. And now I've actually kind of recognized it too. After this place of we're now working with tons of different teams and groups and literally working with thousands of people all over the world in six different countries, uh, in terms of our, our, uh, our large products, projects that we do together, I've realized that it's not a matter of the situation that people face. It's a matter of what they do about the situation that they face. And that's the difference in people. And so, most people say, well, once this circumstance changes, then I'll feel differently. Once this happens with my spouse or once I make more money, then I'll feel differently. Let's use the example of money because I think that's the most common. What I think typically happens with money is people think that money will solve the actual internal problem going on, on the inside. Once I make more, then I'll feel different. And I'm not saying that more money can't take a load off someone's back. It can. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I think a lot of people bring a scarcity mindset to trying to make more money. And when they do end up making more money, they find that the problem isn't resolved. It's the same thing as if someone moves cities to solve an emotional problem right? They find the problem follows them. So if you're dealing with a scarcity mindset, a limitation type mindset where you're stressed, you're overwhelmed, you're worried, you're panicked, you're worried what happens when you, uh, when you spend money. And then let's say that you come across more money like an inheritance or something like that, but you have that limiting mindset. That limiting mindset is just going to get bigger, right? Because money is the great exaggerator. It just makes you more of who you already are. So if you don't work on your mind first, then circumstances changing won't change you. It'll just make the situation actually worse because you thought the situation changing would change how you feel about yourself and about what's going on, but really you still have those feelings, just new situation, then you're gonna feel lost, feel hopeless, feel like you're in an identity crisis. But we need to realize that it's not the circumstances that makes the difference in the quality of people's lives. It's what you do about the circumstances. Like if you take a look, that a lot of people will say, well, the president will uh, cause something to happen or the economy is a certain way. And that's the reason for why I feel the way I feel, which is not true. It's absolutely not true. If you take a look at history, right? Take a look at the last 10 years, right? And how things have gone over the last 10 years, maybe 20 years, right? Even 20 years, even 30 years, 50 years. Take a look at all of those years, And just look at how it's typically gone down. What's life been like? Problem, 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 problem. Problem, 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 crisis. Problem, 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 problem. Problem, 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 crisis. That is life. That's a season of life. It's problems and crises, right? And people think that these problems are a really big deal. Problems are this horrible thing, but problems are just the gifts that you grow from. They're just the thing that allow you to expand. And so people will say, well, what are the next 10 years gonna look like? What are the next 20 years gonna look like? The next 50 years gonna look like outside of yourself, I'm going to say they're going to look the same. It's going to be the exact same, right? If you take a look at that, it's funny. I listen to a lot of personal development and some of this personal development, I go back into the ages, right? I listen to things like Napoleon Hill and Jim Rohn and all this stuff from way back when, right? And it's funny hearing people talk about uh, things like challenges they were facing in what was going on in the world. And then like, oh no, the Republicans are going to be in power. Oh no, the Democrats are going to be in power. Oh no, this is going on in the economy. Oh no, this is happening over happening over in this country. The same stuff was happening way back then. It's just more publicized now. So people know about it more and feel it more, right? So what's the next 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years going to look like the exact same. It's going to be the exact same. It's going to be problem, 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 crisis. That's what's going to happen over the next 10, 20 years. And so we're going to have the same circumstances. What matters is if you show up as a different person that's going to change everything. If you show up as a different person, it doesn't need to be big crises. It could be the challenges in your life, right? Okay, we have challenges with our kids. Well, that doesn't change as your kids get older, right? Your kids get older, there'll be different challenges that you face. You graduate, and by the way, think about the art of solving problems. When you solve a problem, which is actually growing through a gift, When you solve a problem, all it's doing is opening up a new problem. If you are in $92,000 of debt like I was, well, that's a problem. When we solved that problem, it opened up a new problem, which was saving an emergency fund. When we solved that problem, what was the next problem? Okay, how are we going to make sure and protect our financial future, right? The problems get better, but there are more problems as you continue to grow. And so, if you start doing different things with the same circumstances you will have a different life let me repeat that if you do different things with the same circumstances you will have a different life stop waiting for your circumstances to change you change you want life to change you have to change and this is just a truth today And I'm being very direct and very honest with you because it's so important we realize this. If we want a different life, it's not the circumstances that need changing. It's us that needs to change. So how are you looking at your situation? What's the meaning you are giving to what you're facing? Is the meaning empowering you or disempowering you? Is this the end or the beginning? Is this uh, a tragic time or an opportunity for growth? Your meaning you give to what you face will radically determine how you show up to solve the problem. I take a look at it. I'll use this story. I'm going to butcher the actual story, but you'll get the gist of it. Two kids, twins, had uh, an alcoholic father, right? And this father was abusive and just horrible to them. Father died. Kids go on and live their life 20 years down the road, right? One of them is in jail. And one of them's in jail. Uh, maybe I forgot what he did. Maybe he robbed a bank or something like that, or committed some sort of uh, battery or assault or something like that. He's in jail other person has an incredibly successful business, beautiful family. And an interview was conducted, went to the first guy who's in jail and said, you know, how did your life end up like this? And he said, if it wasn't for like the reason that I'm in this place is because of my father. The reason I'm in this place because of my father and what I learned from him and just what happened in my life with my father. And that was kind of the synopsis of it because of my father, that's why I'm here. And." they move on. They go to the next guy who has this beautiful life, twin brother, beautiful life, beautiful family, beautiful business. Go up to him and, how'd you do this? How'd you create this? How is your life this way? And he answered, it's because of my father. If my father, you know, my father did this and this to us as a child, that's why I'm this way. That's interesting, isn't it? Same exact circumstance, very, very different outcome. Why? Why? because of the meaning that was given to what people face. So if you don't start doing different things with, your, with the same circumstances you're in, you're not going to have a different life. For things to change, you have to change. If you start doing different things with the same circumstances, you'll have a different life. But what most people do is they work so hard on just getting their circumstances to change, which isn't a bad thing to work hard on trying to change your circumstance. That's not a bad thing. But I heard a quote years ago that changed how I view personal development, how I view business, how I view uh, careers and jobs. And it was learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Because if you work hard on yourself, you'll automatically work hard on your job, right? Learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. That sacred time where you're learning, where you're growing, where you're expanding, it's so important that you have that sacred time. If you don't have that sacred time, you're gonna notice that you're spinning your wheels, you're making a living, but you're spinning your wheels work hard on your job and you will make a living. And that's a good thing, there's nothing wrong with that. Work hard on your job and you will make a living. Work hard on yourself and you will make a fortune. Let me repeat that. Work hard on your job, you will make a living. Work hard on yourself, you will make a fortune. And it's not right away, it's a compound effect of this over the course of time. When you work on yourself consistently over the course of years, at the time of this recording, I've been working on myself for about nine years in the personal development space, focusing on personal growth and all that stuff. And I've spent more time focusing on how can I grow than on my business, than on my income. I'm not saying I don't work on those things. I say I work harder on myself and it's changed our life financially forever. So if you can learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job, you will naturally transcend that financial challenge if you're in that spot or explode that financial situation if you're in a good spot. Learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. And when you work hard on yourself, when you face those challenging situations, guess what happens? You start to view them differently. When you view a circumstance or a challenge differently and you show up with a different energy, what happens then? You're able to solve it quicker. You're able to solve it better. You're able to come up with creative solutions that you never would have otherwise had. It's so important that we realize this. So my challenge for you is don't wish for less challenge. Wish for more wisdom. I learned that from Jim Rohn. Don't wish for less challenge. Wish for more wisdom. Most people say, I wish the government would change. I wish my income would change. I wish I would get a raise. I wish that my boss would act this way. No, 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 don't wish for that. Wish for more wisdom on how to solve that challenge. And if you wish for more wisdom, you start studying the books, the biographies, the autobiographies, the podcasts of the people that have what you want. And when you study the people that have what you want, guess what? You learn how they solve problems because what most people do is they just role model what people do, right? They take a look at what's the strategy to change my life. What's the money-making strategy, the investment strategy, right? Whatever it is, that's not a bad thing to study. Strategies are important. It can save decades and turn into days. But what I encourage you to also study is to study the mind of the people that have what you want. Study the wisdom of the people that have what you want. Focus on studying the beliefs of those that have what you want. Ask yourself, how do they view life? How do they view challenge? How do they view these circumstances? And if you adopt that belief into your own life, you adopt that wisdom into your own life, the challenge that you're facing won't play nearly as big of a role. How you show up to the challenge will be able to solve it. So don't wish for more challenge. Wish for more wisdom. I think a lot of people will value their challenges highly right? We all need to feel important. We all need to feel like we matter. We all need to feel significant. And it's important that we do. It's a need. But most people, Don't solve that need or meet that need in an empowering way. A lot of people, the the people that I see thriving and growing meet their need for significance and importance by adding value to others, whether that's in the form of making other people feel important, whether that's in the form of caring about other people, giving to other people, creating something that uplifts other people, creating something that entertains other people, whatever it is right? That's how a lot of people that are really successful meet their need for significance by adding value to others. Makes them feel important to give. But what most people do, what 99% of society does is they meet their need for significance and important by having significant and important problems. That's how most people need their, their need for significance. They have significant problems. And if you think about it, if you're the happy person on a regular basis, if I'm the happy guy on a regular basis, what do I get from most people? I get, you're crazy. You can't be happy on a regular basis. Like that, it's impossible. And one of my dear friends, Melanie, asked me a question a couple months back that you know, really made me think. She said, are you this happy all the time? I said, huh, no. But I am this happy most of the time. And because it's impossible to be happy all the time. I'm saying things don't trigger you and anger you, you bounce back. But when it comes to solving challenges, right, showing up with an empowered mindset, that's going to change everything. Most people weigh their significance on having significant problems. So if I'm the happy guy, then I'm looked at like I'm crazy, which at this point in my life, I'm cool with, if I'm looked at like I'm crazy. But if you have problems, what do you get? Significance, connection, and sympathy. That's what you get when you have problems, significant connection and sympathy, which doesn't allow you to grow and doesn't allow you to expand. Oh, I'm having this challenge with my business. And what do most people do? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And this isn't me not having empathy for challenge. I have empathy for challenge and then it's hard, but you'll never really hear me say, unless it actually merits sympathy, you'll never really hear me say, Hey, I'm so sorry you're going through that when someone's facing a regular challenge of growth. Because what does that do? It reinforces people craving sympathy from having challenge and using it as a significance ploy. And it's not a fun place to be when you live in that place. You feel like your challenges dominate you, but you get sympathy, connection, and significance from doing it, and it reinforces the problem. Disappointments are not gifts reserved for the poor. Let me repeat that. Disappointments are not gifts reserved for the poor. Disappointments fall on everybody. And just like Jim Rohn says, it is not the blowing of the wind that determines your life's future. The wind of disaster will blow on all of us. The wind of opportunity will blow on all of us. The wind of change will blow on all of us. The wind of hardship will blow on all of us. It's not the blowing of the wind that determines your life's future. It's how you set your sail. It's the set of your sail. Disappointments can be one of those winds that blows on you. Those are not special gifts reserved for just the poor. It's not. It's the same for everyone. Everyone has disappointments. And so what we need to realize is disappointments are opportunities to learn to set a better sail. And when you learn to set a better sail, what you're doing is you're taking the same circumstance that we all face, that same wind, and you're doing something different with that wind that radically changes the direction that your life ultimately ends up, the destination or destiny. So do with this what you will. But my challenge for you today is to take a look at what are these disappointments I'm facing in my life, these circumstances, these hardships I'm facing in my life that I feel like I have no control over and realize how can, ask yourself, how can I start showing up as a different person to the same circumstance? How can I bring a next level of me to the same circumstance? If you do different things with the same circumstances, you will have a different life. The same wind blows on us all, set a better sail. So, Your job today is to answer that question. Also, your job today is to take a screenshot of this. Post it in your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories. Share with people how this added value. Tag me in it so I can respond and give you a shout out for participating in listening to this episode. Also, head to your streaming service and leave us a rating and review. When we get ratings and reviews, what that means is it allows more people to see this content. So if this touched your life, share it with people. One of the beliefs that I have is if something beautiful has touched your life, we don't have the right not to share it with people, right? So when I have a good steak at a restaurant, I tell people about that steak. When I go and see a great movie, I tell people about that movie. When I listen to a great podcast, I share that podcast with other people. When I take a great course or have a, hire a great coach, I share that coach with other people. Because when something changed our lives, and our job is to contribute to society, it's our social obligation, our social responsibility to make society better, then we don't have a right not to share it. Now, I'm not saying you have to share this, but if this is adding value to you, share it with other people. Give us a rating and review on how this added value to your life today. If it touched your life, I would love to hear from you and how it changed your world, how it changed you. Send us a message on Instagram or email us. And uh, I hope this added a tremendous amount of value today. If you are not receiving regular updates on when we have podcasts, head to bradbizjack.com and click on podcast page. You'll be able to opt in. And what that allows us to do is email you once a week when we release a new episode. So you'll be able to get it right away when it comes out if you're finding value here. So thank you so much for tuning into the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast. My name is Brad Bizjak. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.